there, Scuttlebuds. We were examining an article last week identifying 30 so-called annoying things about living in a small town. We spent so much time defending small town living that we only covered half the list. What are they even talking about? Loitering kids? A meager social scene? Forced politeness? That's the worst this list could come up with? We're going to finish this list and tell you why those things are great. And we'll even go on a few tangents for added value at no extra charge. Sounds good? All right, let's do this. We're hanging. Instead of just telling you who our sponsor is this week, let's add an interactive component, like a trivia question. What is the name of the fictitious small town in which the movie Back to the Future takes place? Stick around and we'll reveal the answer later in the show. In the meantime, let's thank this week's sponsor, Perez Martial Arts, for their patronage. Perez Martial Arts, in family we trust. Small Town Scuttlebot. I always feel like I start the show the same. Like, hey, everybody, because I don't What's have... What's wrong with that? I like that. Well, I think there should be kind of a uh, familiarity, you know, like a routine. People want to come home. They want, you know, you go to Applebee's, Kathy, because you know what you're going to get. Consistency. Consistency. Like... Quality. Okay. And um, where are we? Applebee's. Yeah. Okay. Consistency, quality, and and a good time. And a good time. You know yeah. what I don't like about that place? You have to uh, order your food from a kiosk, and then you pay your bill from it. I love that. I don't. Oh, I, I don't either. No. All right. Well, I mean, human use... interaction. Let's have none of that. Yeah. We're gonna, actually that's part of our list today. So let's get into this. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. Remember, we've got a we've got 15 more things to talk about. Yeah, is uh rushing me one of the things on this 15 list? Russians? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shout out to all three Russians out in Russia that listen to our show. Um, you don't have to be in Russia to be Russian. Yeah, I think that's where the IP address come like that pings. Okay. That's I think that's how the stats come all in. All I'm saying is that you can still be Russian and not. Oh, I understand. I'm absolutely. Well, yes, that's true. Tomato, tomato. And uh, we have much more um, engaging <laughs> things to talk. Mike. But hey there, Lisa. Mike's on his phone. He gave a very sarcastic cough, like the move it along. Oh, the tone of that cough. Get, get to me, oh. cough. Okay, let's oh, make right, that's it's about Mike. What, what about me? Make it about Mike. about Mike. Okay, yeah. Kathy, let's go get it. Get Mike. You go first. So, what's going on here? Like, uh, do we want to stop what we were doing, which was, I think, excellent banter. Sure. Excellent. I thought it was yeah, two way. Was, Could have been three way, but it was yeah. on his phone. Right. Yeah. Sorry. I don't really have a lot of experience with Applebee's, so I kind of zoned out. <laughs> Dude, it's your neighborhood bar and grill. Yeah, the, but I but don't this have is a kids, guy who goes so on I don't like, have to go to Applebee's. This is a guy who goes on sailing tours for his for his birthday instead of going to Applebee's mm, and enjoying a two for twenty dinner. You know what you don't need to do to go to Applebee's? Keep an eye on the weather. Mm. They put a roof on that thing. There you go. Right. <laughs> right. Unlike some schooners or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, for the listener, for our, our scuttlebud, hello. Uh, that was Mike's introduction. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you are new to the show. That's the three of us, the trifecta of podcasting, Rick Fink Jr., Kathy Ferris, and Mike Page. And if they listened to last week's episode, thank you so much. 
And as you know, we were doing the 30 most annoying things about small towns. Mm -hmm. It's an article that I brought, and we only got through 15 of them. So we're going to finish that up today. And I'm trying to get these guys on task. Let's finish this up. I am binge-watching Married at First Sight, and I'm on that last episode where they decide if they're going to stay married or get divorced. Can we keep going now? Yes, we can. Thank you for taking a break from that wonderful show to do this. I appreciate that. You know what? I don't care for your tone today. Oh, I did I have a tone? <laughs> did he not? have a tone there? Like, did he not have yeah, a tone? The tone was on the same level as that cough. It's like a hangry tone. Mm. Oh. Are you Get hungry? This guy. I this am guy hungry. Snickers. Yes. You can tell. Okay, Snickers and Applebee's just got shout outs. There yeah. we go. Ugh. They probably just saw a huge boost in sales. <laughs> probably. <Yep. laughs> They're like, oh my and God, Russians. we can't even <laughs> keep up with our profits this quarter. Right. So, Mike, so what's going on with you, bud? What are you looking at on your phone? Are we not getting into the list? We are. That's what I'm looking at on my phone. I pulled it up so that I had yeah. it. You know what? I saw I can't that, find I it. I appreciate that. It's fine. I'm going to just, I'm going to walk you through it. Okay. I'm going to walk you through it. Yeah. Right. Better sight unseen for me. Right. Okay. So, we've gone through the first 15. We're on number 16. Number 16 are the most annoying things in small Wait a towns. second, Kathy. I hate to do this. But you know when, um, you know, you love TV shows and series? Sure. My favorite one, Succession, is coming back oh, this man. fall. Now, we watched two episodes, but that was before quarantine. When uh, season three comes, I know that Succession is going to enlighten me with about five minutes of what hell already happened, right? Because it's been two mm-hmm. and three years ago, and life's been going on for us. It's like, what what happened again? Where where are we? What, oh, I forgot about that story arc or that plot twist. Yep, good to know, mm. right? I think what we need to do is give some people the what you missed last week. So if you didn't listen. Oh, listen. God, I didn't know where you're going with this. I didn't either. That was, I was a so long you're bring back way to get to that. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought that was mint. <laughs> uh, so. What do you think, Scuttlebutts? Do you like that? What kind of recap do you want me to do? Just kind of like uh, what were some of the, um, what were the highlights? Some of, oh, yeah. some of the highlights from last week. Well, one was the hostility towards newcomers. We talked a lot about like people who are new in town and how they acclimate here. Yeah. Remember, mandatory parades is a Man- big one, right? Right. Okay, you know what? We're gonna take a, a detour. I just realized that uh, you can just. Go listen to the other podcast first. Okay, great. Well, see so you. listener, if you are like going down from newest episode to oldest, we're on episode. Yeah, if you want the other half of the list, listen to the other half of this show. But you know what's so great about it though that every yeah. show of ours is standalone. So if you want to listen to it backwards, mm-hmm. like if you want to listen to fifteen through thirty right now, and you'll then hear go some back. satanic messages. Right, right. when oh, you play it backwards. Yes. If you listen to yes. episode. 52 backwards, it'll say, Lucifer is your father. That was really good. Wow. Can I just say one thing about backwards records? God, please do. Nah, I don't know. Do we want to? Because I did it once and found a message. It was awesome. What was it? Okay, Pink Floyd, Mm -hmm. The Wall. Mm -hmm. Young Lust is the song. They have a nice long instrumental building up, right? Typical Floyd. Then in the middle of it, you hear... So I'm like, oh, jeez, I got to find out what they're saying. So I go upstairs to my dad's Kenwood record player. I put his Pink Floyd The Wall album on. I find Young Lust. I play it backwards. The most disappointing thing you'll ever hear. Drink more Ovaltine? No. Just as bad. Just as bad. It was like, congratulations. You found the secret message. Send your postcard with where you found it to. And then it was like Warner Brothers Records. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, but you really did find one. Dude, and it told you like, 
there was a thing, I guess, where you play the song backwards and it's like, yep, here's the address to let us know you heard it. It's kind of stupid. Yeah. Kind of markety and sell I was going to say, in the fact that you're contacting the record company, it's like, yeah, this is all a marketing thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I remember it. I haven't listened to a record. I mean, that seemed like a really good opportunity that they missed. Yeah. Let me ask you, what would you have put in the message? Like, mm. what would, if you were pink? If I was pink, ooh, and let's see, that album came in December 1979. What was going on? Oh, I'd be like, bring back the hostages or we will fuck your shit up, Iran. Wow. Wow. Anyway, that just went nowhere. That, what do you mean no, went nowhere? Should we get into the list? Yeah, okay. Hold on, the tone, Mike. Seriously. He's hungry. He is. Okay, okay. go ahead. Number 16, everybody knowing your parents. That is one of the annoying things about being in a small town. Everybody knows your parents. Here's what I'll say, and Kathy, I suspect you might agree. Growing up with three sisters, to me it was annoying that people knew my sisters. Mm -hmm. I would start a fresh school year, and I knew by the tone of the teacher which of my siblings they had based on the way they said, oh, you're a page. Ooh, so some sisters had So you guys are talking about my tone today. If the teacher said, oh, you're a page, I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, it's going to be and if they said, oh, you're a page, I was like, you had Jen. <laughs> wow. All right, yeah. let's keep moving. Yep. That was good. Sorry. No, no, don't sorry. That was great. Yes. Okay, number 17, limited options for housing. Not around here. <laughs> mm. well, well, yeah. Reasonable housing, I would say. Well, I'd say, well, just the market right now is tough. There's two houses on uh, one on this street and one on a perpendicular street between us. And they were on the market for a week. They had oh, an open really? Ha- yeah, both of them had an open house oh. gone. Yeah, and as somebody who tried renting with a 43-pound dog, I can tell you if you have a dog and you need to rent, good luck. Our friend Wendy Hall, who had who won the rant contest, spoke for one minute about the trials and tribulations of finding housing oh. when going through a divorce and all these other things. That's true, that's but true. But she recently found housing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number 18, kind of similar, finding a place to park. Not a problem here. Right. It's I a small agree. town. That I don't think you know what this is a city slicker who got out of college, like journalism school, got a gig doing some of these, you know, list kind of things. Never spent much time in a small town. They assume that they assume there's tourists. They just the, they just assume well you can't find parking in the city. It's yeah, the same. Well it here's no, here's what it is. It's a city slicker that came into this small town for an event. Mm-hmm. For example, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. A strawberry festival in sure. Elmwood, Illinois. Yeah, I can't find parking. That's because everybody's here right now, and mm-hmm. we don't usually have right. this many people. Right. So it it's yes, it's Scuttle. somebody that came in for fireworks or something like that. They're yep. only there for this thing, and why can't I find parking? Right. I just want the scuttlebuds to appreciate some of the insights. Like that, Mike is why you're here. That's the good stuff. That makes perfect sense. Right. Yeah. I was like, why would that be on there? But that, And that strawberry that's a festival theory. in Elmwood, Illinois is not to be missed. And when you're there, be sure to try my Aunt Kim's strawberry pizza. It wins every year. Wow. Does it because really? Because it's that good. It's amazing. Let's get some. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll be the judge of that. So number 19 is job hunting. Um, it's not easy to find a job in a small town. Well, a small town's not going to offer high-paying skilled jobs, right. but you're going to find retail jobs. You're going to find service jobs, you know, like the restaurant industry. And uh, they're saying, too, that the people that you're working with are also people in that town, and you might not have a good relationship. Okay, 20, always having to chat with somebody when you go out. I think we talked a little bit about this before. Yeah, that's 
in line with the one that was about always seeing someone at the grocery store, right, I think, or something right, like that. Right. I dig it because you can talk as long as it's mutually agreed upon, you know? Well, just be good at reading body that's language. That's what I was going to say. And, right. and, and verbal cues, uh, you know, as I'm pulling the keys out of my pocket, as you're wrapping that sentence up, and I'm giving you the, uh-huh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like I'm, that's like, I got to go. That's a, that's a lot a of ask. people don't yeah. pick up on this stuff. Right. If yeah. you're one of those people that cannot pick up social cues that the other person doesn't want to talk to you, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a pro tip. <laughs> Look at their feet. Mm-hmm. If their feet are not pointed directly towards you, they don't want to talk to you. Interesting. It's a subconscious thing that people do. Mm-hmm. where you turn your head, but you're not willing to give your full attention to the person, which is why your feet keep pointing the direction you want to be going, but I'm stuck in this conversation. If you see their feet aren't pointed towards you and they're just making small talk, let them go. I was just thinking about people who have foot conditions that their feet can't naturally go in one direction. Like but you got the gout or something? Maybe. A twisted yeah, ankle? Maybe. Kathy, how do you feel about any of these? Are you just going to get our that. input? Um, <laughs> you're not yeah. sharing. I agree with this one. I, I don't like I don't like that. I don't I don't like small talk. I don't like like I said before. You know, most people say to me like, "Oh, I didn't know you still lived here." You know? Yeah, um, so, right, right. Yeah. I remember one time I had to do a thing at my kid's school, and you had to like sign in or something. And I was in line with a parent I kind of knew. It's funny because you, you talked for like two or three minutes. Then you run out of things to talk about, and then you just stand silently behind, yeah. yes. looking at the back of their head for the next like eight nine minutes. You're like, this is. That's good that that you say that because you're an extrovert, and I feel mm. like that you talk to people easily. Sure, Mike, the same way. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I, like that's just something that I struggle with. I don't think I'm unique in that. I think a lot of people struggle with it. Mm-hmm. It's like when you run into uh, a coworker, and I like bring this up every now and then. Uh, w- when you're going through Shaw's, mm-hmm. and you've run into somebody in the produce aisle, and now you're three aisles away, and you run into them again. When you when you get onto that like parallel track right. with them and you just keep bumping into them and you've already had a five minute conversation in the first aisle, by the time the third time you see them, it's like it's awful. awful. On the flip side, this may be it's a, like, more of a hello guy again. Thing. <laughs> but don't you get a little excited when like this gorgeous woman comes in at the same time you do and you're just gonna be like in the season? No. You mean no? when I'm grocery shopping with my fiance? Yes, I do. I'm not taking this bait, Rick. Right. Oh, my Me God. Neither. Mike, you have a wandering eye. You're a guy. You know what I do with my wife? We'll be walking down the sidewalk or something at the beach, and if the, she has, like, Daisy Duke shorts on, I'll, I'll just be like, Leslie, what? would you just look at this? How I mean, egregious. You could practically see her bikes. I mean, I, I, like, those legs, they're just so long. Jeff, I, does, Jeff does the same. We'll be driving, and, and there'll be um, a woman runner, and it'll be like, oh. Look at her pace. I'm like, her pace. Look, look, look at the car in front of you. <laughs> look at her pace. Look at her pace, please. <laughs> That's awesome. I like I like how you think you're really like getting, putting one over on Leslie, please. Yeah. 21, seeing your exes all the time. I like this one because the photo, the guy does not look amused. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's you again. Oh, yeah, that's right. great. And um, he's wearing a beanie. Yeah, he looks yeah. like a total douchebag. Yep. That, that's not a problem for me. Who's the last girl I dated that lived in the same town as me? It's been a while. Right, right. I would even think friends, though. Like, I don't know if you have any ex-friends or people that you kind of wanted to just distance yourself from and yeah. that you just kind of bump into them. Rick might be right. This is a 21-year-old that's doing right. this job that's like, oh, yeah. my God. Right. Every time I go home, I run into 
Yeah. So I, it's a healthy dating life. Uh, my, I have a buddy that lives in Telluride, Colorado. So the deal is everyone kind of dates each other. And so if you get dumped or you lose a girlfriend, they say you didn't lose a girlfriend. You lost your turn. Wow. Over the course of like five years living there, right? You gave it a good shot. Like, I'm going to go out west. I'm going to live five years. Let's say you had three legitimate, meaningful relationships. I don't know. Okay. Right? Those three people dated like collectively nine of your friends, you know, your boss. At least I never slept with Lumberg. Okay, number 22 overzealous law enforcement. It's not overzealous law enforcement. It's overzealous citizens that think that they require law enforcement. Mm. That's Now, that might not be all small towns, but it's certainly our small town experience. I was pulled over because a dump truck was in the straight ahead lane at, at uh, a red light. And there's a turn right lane. And I was not going to drive north on 27 behind this dump truck. So what I did is I got into the passing or the, the right lane. To turn off. Which is always the passing lane. Well, and then when the <laughs> I light... I can see how you made that mistake. Yes. When the light turned green, I just simply scooted ahead and got in front of the thing, right? Technically, you're not supposed to do that. And the police officer saw that, and she pulled me over. License registration. She didn't waste a lot of time. She didn't spend 20 minutes in her car, you know. She's like, I'll be right back. And she runs me up, finds out I'm not a criminal, and sends me on my way. No ticket. Wow. Wow. But the cool thing is I saw her at the polls like three years later and my son was smitten with a police officer, wanted to meet her. So I was introducing and I said, and Charlie, this police officer pulled daddy over one time for not doing something right. And, and that's a great small town. T- sure. And, and sure. Antidote. And then and, Charlie kicked her in the shins. Yeah. Right. No, she, she goes, I didn't give you a ticket, did I? And I said, you remember? She's like, no, I just never give anyone tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't special. Number 23, having virtually no options for date night. That's an annoying thing in a small town. We have options. I just feel like they're over. Isn't it something? This person that made this list Mm -hmm. is constantly running into their exes all around town. True. But, boy, there's no places for dates. Mm. How do you have all these exes? What am I missing here? um, Again, is the author a woman? Because I don't think a dude would care to make seven points out of the 30 about an ex. Sarah Crow, yeah. Yeah. A dude would never uh, care. He'd be like, "Yeah, I'm on. Yeah. So anyway, this is what? No date nights? Uh, no options for date nights. Um, I, I think, think that's true. Because yeah. we have some, but not a lot. What, it was great. You're right. The guy doesn't care. If you look at the photo, yeah. the guy is smiling, and the girl is like, <sighs> yeah. Oh, I'm with right. And meanwhile, the guy's like, this is going great. Yes, yes. <laughs> Lady of my dreams. Okay, this next one I do have opinions about. Mm-hmm. Power outages. Oh, we live I, in a spot where we just get screwed. Exactly. The and trees. our neighbors are fine. Like, oh, really? Well, they have a generator. Well, we have a generator. Okay. But... but so what's we're, the complaint? We're on this, like, block or something. Yeah. Um, we... Like, we just lose our power. Yeah, I think there's a... It's coming up Farm Street in Dover. Like, there's so many yes. trees hanging over. Just cut them back. They don't cut the branches back until they're fully intertwined. Do you think that's Yes. Mm, all right. Yes. Hey, everybody. Are you ready for that trivia question? What is the name of the fictitious small town in which the movie Back to the Future takes place? If you said Hill Valley, you're wicked smart. 
Hill Valley, that's an oxymoron. Hill Valley, play on words. Did you pick up on that when you saw the movie? And what does Back to the Future have to do with Perez Martial Arts? Nothing you say? Uh Uh-uh. Get your way back machine, okay? And take your kid back a couple years and put him in the Perez Martial Arts because they're gonna grow into fine young men and women. You're probably thinking I'm just saying that because Rolando Perez, owner of Perez Martial Arts, paid me to say that. That is simply not true. But if you're still a skeptic, I'll just read a review that I saw online. Patty says, we've been a Perez Martial Arts family for years And it's such a positive and welcoming place for our son. The gradual progression through belts and the constant reinforcement of skills has allowed our son to strive for his personal best at each level. Mr. Perez is one of a kind with an abundance of energy and he truly cares about the kids. I would have to agree with that. I've seen him there with my kids and he's great. So look him up, PerezMartialArts.com. Number 25, forced politeness. Forced politeness. That's not a small town. Sometimes you just want to tell off a rude shopkeeper or honk your horn at someone driving like a fool. Unfortunately, in a small town, the person you do that to might just be the mayor, your boss's spouse, or your next-door neighbor's kid, meaning you have virtually no choice but to always err on the side of extreme politeness. Here's what I will add to that. One night, there's a woman in front of me that is not turning even though the light has been green for quite some time for once there was nobody blocking the intersection you could actually make the turn and she's just sitting there she wasn't even on her phone she's just sitting there i could see she's looking towards the light and i was like what what is she doing she's pacing out and i'm like i i don't like to honk especially in medfield where like i know too many people so i'll be Double like tap. super polite beep, beep. but i was like it's friendly why isn't she going she finally decides to go. And the light has already, like, every, everybody through. behind me is honking, furious, all that. She finally decides to go. She makes it halfway into the intersection and stops again. And now she's just, like, sitting in the intersection. I am behind my wheel, like, screaming like a lunatic. At which point, a car passes going towards the after-school program. I get back from my lunch break, and my boss goes, Oh, I saw you uh, by the intersection. And I was like, Uh-oh. You did? And I go, were there expletives flying out of my mouth when you passed by? She goes, pretty sure, yeah, but that lady looked like an idiot. And I was like, okay, good. Okay, number 26, kids loitering everywhere. Boy, what a problem. Yeah, what a problem to have, like, people... The only time I don't like it is when it's a half day and they those are great saturate. Yeah, the the downtown. Well, there's not much to do. Ah. They all congregate. It it concentrates into one little square acre just a, just a crunch of north face and land and i'm starting backpacks. to feel like this list was compiled by the grinch yeah you know what else i hate like, is when you go to Star- and the kids yeah. they're loitering yeah. everywhere i don't like going to starbucks around two o'clock in the afternoon it's like the montrose christian girls school after school program well first of all that starbucks is impossible I mean, you really must need your Starbucks if you're going to be going there. Getting in and out of that place is, yeah, it's is tough. driving it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 27. Incompetent local government. Uh, wow. Where to begin? I guess school board is local government, right? Here's, 
Here's my grievance here. <laughs> Small town politics often bear little resemblance to bigger government. When only two people are running, you're sometimes left choosing the lesser of two evils, and sometimes that person is still an unqualified idiot. Here's the beauty of small town politics. You can get involved. Right. Like, I can't just, I mean, I could run for president. I'm not going to get anywhere. If right. I wanted to run for town select person, mm -hmm. see how I did that there? But yeah, so local government, uh, mm -hmm. at least you can get involved. Go get involved in local government and fix these things, unless mm -hmm. you are that unqualified idiot that you're talking about, Sarah Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Number 28, running into your elementary school teachers. I don't know why that's so bad. Why is that bad? Yeah, when I was a kid, that was awesome. You get, you're like, oh my God, you exist out of the walls of the classroom. Well, I don't I'm know. I'm in third grade, and I see my teacher at the supermarket. Mind blown. Yeah, I don't understand. That. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about the person that made this list. That's what you have a problem with? And that's not just small towns. This that's, is, a, this is also a But if you had a anywhere. problem with your teacher, though, you guys are talking about good experiences. Like, I had a sixth grade teacher who had OCD who wouldn't let any, allow anybody to touch their own face. So if you had <laughs> a problem with your teacher, don't choose a Shutterstock photo of this lovely lady in a cardigan that's smiling like you're about to have a great day in her class is this this, this is yeah. misrepresentation of what they're complaining about is this that's true that's it's, it's lazy uh list compiling well is this clickbait or is this a scroll down legit article because it, it no uh, this is a i think this is a legit it's presenting it this as is clickbait. a legit article okay. and yeah uh, okay, number 29. We're almost there, you guys. Yep. Having to spend two hours in the car to get to the nearest cultural attraction. That is not our case. We have to spend two hours in the car just to get to, like, a decent, I don't know. Island. What, Island. Are you what are you talking about? We live in in New England. You're, you're within an hour of anything. Name it. Well, in Medfield, Ocean, I always say we're right 15 there. minutes Mountains, away Mountains, there. right there. Oh. Ponds, lakes, city. Right. Yeah, this one doesn't quite apply to us. However, if you live in the middle of Ohio or Indiana, someplace like that, yes, you have a huge complaint. And guess what? There's a way to fix it. Get out of that town. Mm. You know what I think this list is showing us, too, is that the way we view small town. Sure. Um, like there is another term about small town where you grew up there. There are you feel limited. You feel like you know everybody you're bumping into everybody this is the only kind of jobs you can get there's not a lot around you it's that premise for town. every country yeah, we're talking john cougar mellencamp small yeah. town maybe john cougar or john mellencamp i don't know what stage of his career he was in at that point but we're talking that small town yeah i agree um number 30 last, last one. one last, last one. one last one hold on let's you're doing the long way. Okay. <laughs> that was a celebratory uh, slide whistle. Uh, the pause on that, just for listeners to know, is that uh, Rick put it in his mouth in the wrong end. Okay, number 30. Leaving. The, 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 the flute's wrong end, not my wrong end. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just clarify. Thank you for clarifying. It would this sound is different. A family show. Uh, number 30. Leaving feels impossible. Which gets to my whole, whole other point. Yeah, you got an Irish goodbye. It everyone does that now at this age, right? You're a just fool. when You're you think you'd say. be eager to go anywhere else. You realize all the people, places, and things about small town life you're going to miss when you go. Good grief! Yeah, yeah. I don't. Well, I, I don't think know. That, I, think I grew up a in a small town, and I got out of there. And now you're in another small town. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, but I chose a better small town with better options. There you, go. you know, I th- I'm going to write this down. Small towns, they're not all this. It's not a one-size-fits-all term. I like it. I've got uh, family in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Wow. Now, you go out there, that is a What do you mean diff- you've got a family? Are you living a secret life? Right. Yeah. Are you a dual dad and no. you just haven't told us? Is that a, aunt, is that a term, a dual dad? I it is know. now. My aunt and uncle. Like a fencer? <laughs> they live out there. It's great. <laughs> He's fencing. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Play a That's fine. That's fine. But then, you know, you go up to like... Upper New Hampshire, like northern New Hampshire, and it's like rural towns. Like those are small towns mm-hmm. that have no economic, like they're, no, they're just... economically depressed. There's not much, you know, well, like family business. Oh, like, like in the family business seems to be running out of the house and their wares are sold in their front yard. Like you see some, you see yeah. some really, um, honk- Shikshini, Pennsylvania, where you can get a dollar lobster from someone's front yard. No. They're sitting in a five gallon bucket. So many questions. Yeah. That is not a lobster <laughs> in Shikshini, Pennsylvania. And if it is option? a lobster <laughs> and you're only charging a dollar, how old is it? Oh, my right. God. Yep. Okay. Uh, Kathy gave me the I have to go. So <laughs> we're going to wrap it up now, and it's her fault. Anything else you want to add, Kathy? Uh, no. no. We all, we all have to go. We all have yes. a lot to do. So yes. let's do it. Uh, Mike, you want to wrap yeah, up? Yeah. Uh, so what we learned from that list is that while Sarah Crow had a lot to say about how terrible small towns are, we seem to agree that uh, life is pretty good mm-hmm. in the burbs, um, even if Rick's not sure what end of a slide whistle goes into <laughs> his mouth. Uh, life is pretty good. And how much can we really complain about when the hardest part of Rick's day was that he had the slide whistle backwards? Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you have a great day.